0: Should you have a snack drawer for your young kids and should they be able to access snacks freely on their own? I'm Casey Barnes, a registered dietitian nutritionist, mom of two. This is Feeding Toddlers Made Easy, and this is the place where I really aim to empower you as a parent, as a caregiver, so that you feel like you are in charge and your toddler is not in charge of you. Who's in charge? You are. (laughs) Anyway, you can grab any of the resources we mentioned in the show notes. Just go to mamannosenutrition.com forward slash podcast. You can also submit a question there to be featured on a future episode as well, and I would just love to hear from you. So again, that's mamannosenutrition.com forward slash podcast. I saw this post by The Home Edit that inspired me to do this episode. I love The Home Edit. If you're not familiar with them, they do organization. And I love a good organized drawer, a good organized pantry, closet. Seriously, I love it. Like, you'll see my pantry is super organized if you ever watch my Instagram stories or my reels and I'm in there all the time operation organizations who did it side note katrina here in dallas she turned it into this organized wonderland in my pantry it was at least a year ago and honestly one of the main reasons that i felt sad when we bought our new house that we're moving into soon we don't have a pantry there and i'm like i'm gonna lose my beautiful pantry our new house was built like 40 years ago and it has no pantry and i'm irrationally sad about that so I am all in for the organization but getting back to this post that I saw from the home edit it was actually a repost that they posted from somebody's cabinet and this person had said doing a kid's snack drawer was the best advice I ever read thanks home edit open front bins are perfect for little hands and it's true, the bins she showed are perfect for little hands, but that's also the same reason why I don't like them being used. In this way, I've got to be a party pooper, y'all. The problem that a kid's drawer or a kid's shelf solves is that, like, the kid is always asking for the snacks. The kid can now obtain the snacks themselves with this kid's drawer. Kid stops asking for snacks all the time and you've eliminated this annoying behavior of them constantly asking. And that could seem like a win right there, but I have to play the role of the unfun dietitian now to say that it's just not positive for their nutrition and their health when toddlers and young children are given unlimited access and freedom to snacks whenever they want. You could say, but Casey, these could all be healthy snacks. What's so bad about them freely accessing healthy snacks? Thank you for asking. I'm happy to tell you. Reason number one is that this usually messes with their appetite for meals in a bad way. Parents of picky eaters, I want you to listen up especially because the more access they have to snacks, the less likely they are to entertain the idea of eating something that's not a favorite at meal times. Why eat at a meal when they know they can get a snack whenever they want to? And they're going to really have less of an appetite at meals too. Reason number 2 is that even if the snacks they're eating are nutritious, My goals as a nutritionist, as a dietitian, are for them to get a nutritionally balanced diet, which just includes variety, and for them to be flexible with food so that they can eat at restaurants, they can eat at other people's homes, you don't have to be tied to the house and tied to certain packages of snacks, which also requires them to be repeatedly exposed to, say it with me, variety. So even if you have the healthiest foods in the world in that snack pantry, they're still going to be eating more of those snacks and less of the variety that we'd see at meals to expose them to this wider variety of foods overall. And when they come to the meal with an appetite, they're much more likely to explore more of a variety. This does not mean you need to lock up all the snacks or be super strict or not allow snacking, I do like to offer them a snack. And usually that comes about two to three hours after their meal. So right in between breakfast and lunch, right in between lunch and dinner. Sometimes you need that bedtime snack too. And that's totally fine. And I do think it's okay to offer them choices too. It doesn't have to be like, you just, you know, you give them one thing and they can have no say in it. It doesn't have to be like that. You could give them a choice between, say, like two to three items or say you can give them like, say you do have the snack basket or whatever and it's snack time, then you say, okay, you can pick two things from this basket, for example. We actually, here at Mom and His Nutrition, we created snack choice cards because y'all love my breakfast choice cards. And you have been asking us to make them for other times of the day as well. So we're also having lunch choice cards, dinner choice cards. We're doing it all. But these cards are an excellent solution to minimize the whining. So if that's the goal with a snack drawer and there is no shame in that goal, there is only so much whining you can tolerate in a single day. I completely, completely get it. You can still get to that same place that you want to go of reducing the overall whining. You can always stand to add more veggies to your kids' meals, right? I want to thank this episode's sponsor, Veggies Made Great, and I've got to tell you about their newest kid-friendly frozen product, their Stuffed Cauliflower Bites. Veggies are the number one ingredient, but they look just like a stuffed pizza bite. And if pizza is a favorite in your house, definitely try the margarita flavor first. They're amazing and perfectly crunchy in the air fryer or toaster oven. They also have, and I'm curious which one sounds best to you, they also have spinach and ricotta, roasted veggie and four cheese blend, and mushroom and onion with Swiss. So yum. Find the stuffed cauliflower bites in stores such as ShopRite, Big Y, Giant Food, Fresh Time, and more coming soon. I'll tell you how these cards work. So they're about the size of like a deck of cards, give or take, that they have pictures of the snack items on them since your toddler can't read. We want them to know what is on the card. And then you choose the choices for that snack time. So this is the big difference between just opening up the fridge or the pantry. Instead, you're giving them two to three targeted choices, and then they get to decide from those. Toddlers love picking this card. Let me tell you, they feel like they are the king or the queen. They are in control, which they just freaking love. And I've been told that this is a good way to work on their communication skills as well, so you can just feel like the best parent ever with these little cards. I already have some common snack items on the cards, and then there's a few blank ones too if you want to add something of your own, but what's cool about this is that you can basically force them to have some variety, guide them towards the healthier options that you want them to have because you're in control of the choices, and so say they had, like for my son, for example, if I have certain types of snack bars that are his favorite, like. He will eat that at every single snack until they're gone, which is like, okay, whatever, you're really into it, but i rather you not eat the same exact snack bar two or three times a day. I'd rather give you a different option so I can get some more variety in there. So say he eats that in the morning, well, now a bar doesn't become an option for the afternoon snack, and they are presented with two or three new options. I highly recommend getting a laminating sheet and popping this in there before cutting the cards out. Like print out the printable, put it in the laminating sheet. They, they just kind of stick on like tape. You can buy them on Amazon. We'll link it in the show notes too. It's very easy and I like having them on hand for random things. So you end up using them more than you think you would. Honestly, but that way they're durable. You can hold on to them and keep using them because they make snack time such a breeze. We honestly use the breakfast cards not every single day, but most days from the time my son was two until probably like five. It really just became a part of a routine and it really helped in the mornings so that I already knew what I was making him because we'd pick it out the night before during bedtime. It just made morning so much smoother. The other good thing about the snack cards is that when it's not yet snack time and they're asking for a snack, you can say, oh, let's choose what you're going to have at snack time. You can hold on to your card and then cash it in at snack time so they feel like, okay, mom's not going to forget about this or dad or grandma or whoever is in charge. They're not going to forget about my snack. I have it picked out. And when our timer on Alexa goes off or after we go to the library. Like, I know that I'm getting my snack and this is what it's going to be. Oh, and I got that idea in my head, the snack bucks because someone told me their kids call the breakfast cards breakfast bucks and they cash them in at breakfast after choosing their breakfast card before bed the night before. It's so cute. Now, I want to talk quickly about what you want to include in their snack so that it can be both nutritious and filling because there's nothing worse than giving them a snack and then having them ask for another one 5 minutes later. You're like, "Didn't I just feed you?" They're just like, "Another one, thank you." <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm reciting TikTok. I'm so embarrassed. Have you seen <laughs> Have you seen that one that's like, "Another one, thank you." "Another one, thank you." Oh gosh. Okay, so so that they're not asking for snacks constantly, My goal is that you could get them a produce item in their snack, whether that's fresh, frozen, freeze-dried, packaged, canned, whatever, fruit or vegetable. All these different variations still have nutritional value. Just aim for unsweetened more often than not if you're going to go with like dried fruit or packaged or in a can you want like the fruit and 100% juice. Is this too much information? I just it it's all up in my brain and I just got to share it all with you. So pair it with something that is going to have more calories. So take your fruit or your vegetable and pair it with something that's going to fill them up a little bit more, like a cheese stick or hummus if you're serving veggies or a nut butter or a hard-boiled egg, a yogurt, a peanut butter crackers, cottage cheese, kefir chickpeas even. You get what I'm doing here? You want to pair it with something like that that's got some protein, probably some fat in there as well, and that's going to be a nice, beautiful, balanced snack. Or if you just need to give them something in a package and move on with it, look for something that has at least two grams of protein Two grams of fiber, like at a minimum, you can go over that on protein. We don't want to go too high on protein for your toddlers. Like they don't need a quest protein bar, you know, that's gonna be too high for them. But you're looking for around a hundred calories, like at a minimum in most cases. They might need more than that, and that's totally okay too. But usually at a snack, they're gonna need about a hundred calories or so at a minimum. We do have a snack guide to help you with specific products if you want to know the grab-and-go kind of stuff. And then I also have a blog post with 48 healthy snack ideas for toddlers and kids that I will link in the show notes. With 48 ideas, you're bound to find a few things on there that your little one will like, even if they're a picky eater. That's what I had on my mind today about the snacks. It's just something that I do like when they are a toddler a preschooler for you to have control over when they are having it so that they still can have a good appetite at their meals that it's not just like a free-for-all all day. They're not old and mature enough yet to be able to manage that responsibility really. So it's just unreasonable to put it on them and then expect them to still like have a good appetite at meals and eat well and eat a big variety and do all that so it's just better if you can give them some choices have that set snack time and then as they get older like school age yes we want to give them some more responsibility there but for our young young ones it's not time just yet was this episode helpful to you if it was I would love for you to take one minute and leave me a five-star rating and review in Apple Podcasts. It would make my day and it would only take you a minute and I just ask you to please do it for me. Thank you. I am always here for you guys. Whatever questions you have, hit me up and I'll talk to you next week.